time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore More Podcast. This is the Pod Boss E.J. Bowser, and joining me as always is the not so mean Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D. How y'all doing, Gorehounds? And here to protect and serve our very own Bafasu. Ah, oh, what the fuck? Bafasu, yes! I love it! We're going to say Bafasu, Bob. <laughs> oh, fucking A. Today is. July 19th, 2021, and we got a doozy of an episode for you today, but you know what time it is. It's time for your slice of life! Big Johnny D. What's up, bud? What'd you do? What did I do? Uh, Fucking nothing, man. It was one of those kind of like just chill, relaxed weeks. Um, I started doing my little fucking workout session, as you boys know, but I'm not going to go too big into that, but I'm just going to say that I'm going to utilize Officer Bob as my mentor, dude. Bob's going to be my... my inspiration and hopefully my uh the push that i fucking need so i'll always be big johnny d but i gotta be slightly less big johnny d. <laughs> <laughs> there's only um, one big johnny d no matter what right. so it doesn't Ooh, matter let me step away for just un momento because i did get something that i want to show you gentlemen hold on it's right here oh Bobby. i'm curious uh i had a i had a chill weekend myself yeah. uh saturday was it's just a chill day. All right. This motherfucker is when I went to the uh, theater, but I got my nice Bruce Campbell poster that was Ooh. autographed, nice and framed. And now I just got to figure out where the fuck to hang this up in amongst the triage of fucking posters I already have. Remember, there is always room. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be in this Evil Dead section over here. I just got to maneuver some things around. That's all. That's wicked. I like that poster. I, dude, it was it's fucking fantastic, and it makes our driving looks way fucking cooler than it is. <laughs> but uh, on that man, watch this movie. Very excited to talk about it. It's been a while. But uh, Bobby, how you been, brother? I've been good. I was I was chiming a little before when you uh, walked away. Yeah, I just had a chill weekend myself. Yesterday, I was with some family, just chilling out <laughs> uh, with my uncle and my grandmother. So it was a very very quiet weekend. Not too many things horror related. So I was I was home. I, I was with my brother, and then I was with yeah, I was with my grandmother and my uncle yesterday. So it was just a chill weekend, which I needed to not do too much. And so, and then I got to watch this wonderful, wonderful movie. I forgot how great it is and how fucking hilarious it is. So it was nice to revisit it again. So I'm happy to talk about it here today on Gornmore. So that's all I got, boss man. What have you been up to? Hey yo. So I got a new movie from Arrow Video and I got uh the Spaghetti Western or Tortellini Western for those uh Ooh. who want to be spicy. Uh yeah, I got it's called Kioma featuring the lovely Franco Nero. It is a uh, same director as the original Django. So it has that level of violence and just sheer brutality, but it is visually it's such a awesome film and the acting's on point and i just i really enjoy it it's uh it's a really good package from arrow video there 
you know, just doing podcasts. And right before the show, we went live here. I just dropped episode 16 of Lights, Camera, Exploitation, your guide to exploitive cinema. And that uh, on that, that episode, we covered 1985's Phenomena, Dario Argento's underrated classic. Uh, in the States, it's also known as Creepers. But yeah, that is available over on projectlouder.net and anywhere else you consume audio content. That is a super in-depth look at that film, if anybody is interested. But yeah, just pumping out content, doing a lot of pre-production on a project, and actually just wrote a rough draft for a second project that I'll be doing after this one's finished. So uh, yeah, just kind of my... I'm being extremely creative these days, and I'm, I hope it produces some pretty interesting stuff. But yeah, can't wait to share that with you guys. But I can't wait to talk about this film. And this film is Tucker and Dale versus Evil from 2010, directed by Eli Craig, written by Eli Craig and Morgan Jurgensen, produced by Morgan Jurgensen, Albert Klychak, Roseanne Milliken, and Deepak Nayar. Starring Tyler Levine as Dale Dobson, Alan Tudyk, not one dick, as Tucker McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina oh. Bowden as Allison. Jesse Moss as Chad. Chellen Simmons Chad. as Chloe. We'll talk about How him How do we later. not have our Chad here when there's a fucking Chad in yeah, the Yes, seriously. God damn it. At least we're not oh. Chadless. Uh, Ch- Chellen ah. Simmons as Chloe. Philip Granger as Sheriff Gurr. Brandon J. McLaren as Jason, Christy Lang as Naomi, Travis Nelson as Chuck, Alex Arsenault, Arsenault as Todd with two Ds, Adam Bisson as Mitch, Justin Allen Sutherland as Mike, Karen Rye, Ray, whatever the fuck that is, as Cheryl, music by Michael Shields and Andrew Cheryl. Kaiser, cinematography by David Geddes, however you say that, edited by Bridget Dunford, distributed by Magnet Releasing, released January 22nd, 2010, and it definitely shows. Runtime of 89 <laughs> mini goes. It, does. it definitely is nostalgic for the 2000. Oh, yes, it certainly is. Like. Budget $5 million, grossed $5 million, and Me. if Chad was here, he'd, uh, he'd say that's that from the Beans commercial. You mean roll that beautiful bean footage? Yeah, yeah that- there you go. Oh, jeez. Whoa, Jesus. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? Who wants to go skinny dipping? You hate pancakes? I'm, I'll go make you something else. What am I doing here? Fell into the water. I dove in and rescued you. We'll go find your friends. You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. I said maybe. Dale? What are you doing? I'm, I'm digging a crapper hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us against them. <laughs> Oh, good. Look, your friends are here. Are you okay? 
saw your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. This is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. that we have. She can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. Gosh, she's in my bedroom. Heads up. Oh, we gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't do ah! Time to start being more careful. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Time to die, freak. Let's get you down from there. Wait. Sorry about that. This vacation sucks. Fucking uh, love it. It's okay. I don't uh, know where Boss Man is. Hey, there he is. All right. So let's get the let's get the, the we're gonna get the poo poo out of the way real quick. This is definitely a hard late 2010s movie oh yeah but 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 i feel like it just rides that aesthetic because it knows it yeah and shits all over it which i'm absolutely about that's why i, I think this is such a great movie that's why because it's making fun of it especially for that era yes i, I just mean, wish it was man? more visually attractive i think other than that's that, fine it's i mean i don't film. that that's yeah. fine i can I won't disagree that. with that it was definitely a it's a cookie cutter shot film and it's shot like your atypical horror movie which i once again kudos love it intro shot alone of giant panic panning um fucking forest you know what i mean with one single drive up how many times have we seen that in fucking all these movies we've watched uh all these movies we've watched exactly dude like i mean (laughs) the one that always comes to mind the most for me is the shining because it's just the one that did it like the longest yeah yeah yeah, it's very long but i mean like every fucking movie's done that dude like any movie going out to the woods hello what the fuck (laughs) what was that oh Uh, Uh, (laughs) no but but, uh this was your pick right bud yes it was Thank you. No, I picked it for a reason because <laughs> we had to do the horror comedy. We did. And this was a great one, man. Like this was one I actually saw a few years after it came out. Unfortunately, I think mm. I saw it way more longer after that. I think I saw it maybe a couple of years ago. Like I want to say yeah, like more, much more recent. Like if it dropped me. in 2010, I want to say like I might have watched it like 2013 2014 maybe okay so it's not bad though no 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 no. but it was it it was one of those ones where i watched it and as we all have we've watched enough horror movies where i fucking just loved it right from the get-go man like it felt like it hit all the tropes right Mm -hmm. obviously they were parody um not like over the top parody you know what i mean like but enough to right we're gonna go over the top parody when we do my comedy horror (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this uh, is like nice subtle like yo yours is <laughs> but like no this is great man like all the archetypes are there of your standard slasher especially in 2010s because you have the emo kid you have the limp biscuit kid 
Um, you have the jock douche. With I might change my uh, comedy pick to Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse. <gasps> I have yet to watch that. And I've I heard did not amazing watch that. Things. No. We have zombie porn star titties. Yo, change it. <laughs> I mean, the only other one that I know of that you get that as well is zombie strippers. So I'm pretty sure there's zombies on a trampoline in that film, too. And hey, all I got to awesome. say is in um, John's pick, we get v- nice vampire titties. Mm. There were. OK, there were titties in this, but you had to really look. That was not. The, yeah. You know, no, what you dude. don't have to really look for. Hey, Bob. Hey, you want to read that plot rundown, please? Ooh. Yeah, let's do that before we get into it. Okay. It'd be like Too the third little- week in a row we skip that shit. Two lovable hillbillies are headed to their fixer-upper vacation cabin to drink some beer, do some fishing, and have a good time. But when they run into a group of preppy college kids who assume from their looks that they must be inbred, chainsaw-wielding killers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what gave it away. <laughs> Tucker and Dale's vacation takes a bloody and hilarious turn for the worse. When one of the students gets separated from her friends, the boys try to lend a hand, but as the misunderstanding grows, so does the body count in hilarious Hilarious ways to die. Ridiculous and hilarious. <laughs> we'll get into that when the time comes. Robofuck is here. Hi, Robofuck. There we oh, go. Shit. What's up, Tyler? What's up, Heather? Uh, yeah. Heather? Mm-hmm. Robo, what's up? Don't mind me. I'm just sharing this little podcast. Yeah, this movie's pretty entertaining. It's, uh, it's a pretty uh, decent comedy film. Really love Alan Two Dicks, not One Dicks uh, performance. I think that it's just... Uh, Right on the nose. I'm a really big fan of his work from his work in Star Wars Rogue One, Halo 3 ODST, Firefly, Serenity, all that shit. He is just absolutely phenomenal. Dodgeball. He is a phenomenal character actor, and he always hits his cue. I think that this guy and this dude and and his buddy is it too, man. I don't. Have you seen Tyler Biden and anything else besides this? Uh, There's a movie called uh, Blood Cottage or. Oh, something yes, like the one where he kills his brother. Yeah, I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, like that was okay. That wasn't his best stuff. But. Like I was saying, this guy and his buddy is just – Where? Perfect. why didn't we see more of this? Why didn't we see more of this type of debauchery or silliness from these guys? It's it's insane. This is a franchise, and the fact that it hasn't it's totally capable like- of a franchise. Oh, Moni! There's mom. There's mom in the background. Cameo, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> oh shit! No man, it, it, you're right. Like this has potential to go, and I think they are working on a sequel still. Do it. This could be a trilogy, no problem. Yeah, with Fuck like a crossover. But yeah, I was gonna say the trilogy. The second one has to be a little more bloody. <laughs> And either Bro, a more misunderstanding, a little bit. Either <laughs> a more mis- either a more misunderstanding, or something really shitty is going to go on, and they're just like, "Oh, now what do we really do?" <laughs> like, no. Okay, so the Bigfoot angle would be sweet, but like, yeah, uh, yeah right. Especially like if they didn't realize it was Bigfoot the whole time, like if they thought it was like a ghost or something, they were fucking like dealing with. I don't know, dude. That shit would be funny. Tyler as was in Escape Room. Is that a modern horror film? Yes. I think that came so, out last year. He yeah, was he in Zachary, yes. So okay. I originally saw him in Reaper. And I know Chad has watched the show, too. And he was awesome. He played a character named Sock. 
and he was the fuck that he was just the man he also had his own show on hulu called deadbeat where he played a medium a, like a broke-ass medium um how about uh brandon j mclaren is definitely uh spd red from power rangers yeah thank you for bringing that up today dude because i had no fucking idea i had no idea and then you either. sent me the picture and i was just like oh my god it totally is SPD i'm like why didn't he know how to how come he didn't know how to fight in this situation what right boy boy you yeah you can't you want to know why you look like a drop pie well, that's because you're not wearing any Project Ladder merch, you fucking goddamn lousy son of a bitch. How about you do us all a goddamn favour, park up, pull your fucking head in, visit the website over at projectlouder.net, click on the merch tab, and most of all, tell yourself you're sick of looking like an asshole. Grab some of that merch, treat yourself to a nice cold frothy, and start being the mad cunt we both know you truly are before I stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Cheers, cunts. Spooky things and horror movies. Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you. Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide-ranging selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louder? Well, let me tell you. Project Louder is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Death Style Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at GraveyardClassics.net. Come on down to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. Go order one now, boy. Okay, so we did Frighteners last week. Frighteners was great, but this one definitely hits more of the hilarity note for sure, I feel. Like, it's obviously a little bit more slapstick, but I don't know, man. I mean, we get everything from, like, Texas Chainsaw moments to Friday 13th to, like, any... I'm sure you could think of any other Woods movies that we've seen. Evil Dead? Evil Dead, obviously, Cabin. Like It's perfect! Yeah. They said it was a fixer-upper, but we don't got to touch it. Wow, this place is a mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of Red Power Ranger, and I'm not going to bring it up yet, but that's going to be for big questions because I brought his question from the movie to the (laughs) 
it might get a shut down, but we'll see. <laughs> Probably not. But no, man, like, okay, you were mentioning earlier, like, it is kind of pooped down for how it's shot. And I get that. Like, I don't know if this one was ever trying to be an artist. It's just so muted. I mean. It wasn't as dark, though, as it could have been coming out of the 2000s. No, but it also could have been a lot more colorful. That's true. It was very brown and yeah. Yeah, everything was just, yeah, the saturation was turned down heavily. Instantly. So, all right. Shall we hit the uh, behind the scenes while we're waiting for the El Babe to come back? That's all well and good. <gasps> Even fucking in. Snip, fucking snip. Well, howdy, fucking duty there, my fellow compadres. It howdy, is buddy. quite your DKV <laughs> back for another episode of Gormor, and this week I'm here to talk to you about Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Now, this is one of those films when it first came out I actually really enjoyed. Um, unfortunately, I never got the chance to go back and watch it since until tonight. So it was actually great to go back and revisit this. There was so much that I'd forgotten about the film. Um, but, yeah, no, like, so I will start off by saying that this is one of them rare horror comedy films that they actually got right for a change. Um, I mean, obviously, Evil Dead did it, but more of the new age, like uh, The Cabin in the Woods in this film, you know, completely two different films, although that do pay, pay homage to our uh, favourite 80s and 70s slasher horror films in the woods. I mean, you've got a bit of the wrong, uh, well, wrong turn, the burning, uh, even Evil Dead 2 in there, you know. It's um, even a little sprinkle with a bit of uh, Jason Voorhees in there. So you, you're putting all these together and you're creating up this uh, fantastic oh, film of characters that they've taken the piss out of. I mean, they've got these teenagers in there. Yes, they're obviously young, dumb, and full of cum. Um, but there is a reason <laughs> And that helped build the story around Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and it's... Oh, executed extremely well, <laughs> especially when you get to see their final payoffs throughout the film. And there's a lovely little twist um, near the end. I don't; it's not mind blowing, but I think it works extremely well because they definitely uh, direct the story down one road, and then they flip that on you, and you turn down the other road, and it all makes sense in the end. So that was kind of cool of them. Now the effects and deaths in this film, fan fucking fantastic. I mean. Who doesn't like a bit of a practical? We do get a little bit of uh, CGI in there. Not the biggest mm-hmm. fan of it, obviously. I mean, you've already got practical effects in there. Why do you have to fucking go CGI unless they'll pick up shops or you just ran out of fucking money? But in saying that, um, that's probably the only thing I'm going to really bitch about is the CGI blood in this. Yeah, you, it's, it's obviously, you can notice it, um, and it's just not good at all. <coughs> but yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I think the storytelling is great. Um, we do get some cameos from the director and his wife in the film. That's that's cool. Um, but, yeah, other than that, this week, I'm going to have to give this film a 3.9. Howdy, Hardy. Poopy to you. Yeah. Poopy, poopy. Anyway, this is your DKB signing out. I hope you have a great <laughs> evening, gentlemen, and I shall catch you on the flip. Ta-da, gentlemen. Ta-da, Thank you, Mr. Brody. Oh! Still recording, are we? <laughs> also, I bloody forgot our two lead actors, Tucker and Dale. I can't think of the actors' fucking names. But anyway, 
fan fucking tested. <laughs> I their wines extremely well. They sell the candy, being fucking funny. The, the chemistry between the two is outstanding. <laughs> fucking got more than that for me. I can get going if you like, but fuck that. Anyway, end of story. Bye bye. Ta da. Fuck ya. <laughs> uh, Brody coming in clutch, of course. Oh, Sorry, I cut out there, boys. I, I did a little clean real quick, so we should be good now for the show. All right, welcome back, sir. Nice. All right, Roebuck, well, Roebuck if you're home and want to and want to hop in, you're you're are absolutely welcome to. Just send me a message yeah, on dude. Facebook, and I'll send Door's you a link, open, bro. Yeah, come on, Robo, fuck, get you in here. What? Get to the chopper! I'm gonna have to go. All right, so audience wants to know. I'm gonna tell you, Robo Robofuck wants to know if we all want to buy a wood chipper after that scene because he does. I've never seen one in person. I think. Oh, they're Uh, fun. I have. They're fun to watch. They're vicious, dude. They're very dangerous. You do not want to fuck around them shits. Like even the way he was throwing the logs in there. Yeah. You don't really even want to do that. Cause he was just swinging his fucking arms. You, it's like, you, you could you, slip and fuck. Yeah. No, you slip one wrong way or you step one wrong way. Um, you're very close to something taking your finger. And before you know it, your whole arm is gone. Now the wood chipper I have kind of used like been around was the size in, um, Oh my God. The, the Santa movie, the reboot one we watched. Oh, um, Silent Night. Night Silent Night, yeah. Well, it was, the reboot was just Silent Night, right? So yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. I've no, I've never used I've never used one, but I've uh I've seen them obviously, and they're just they're dangerous. They're, I mean, they are fun, but they are very like, yeah. They're gr- they're great for getting rid of bodies. Just make sure you bleach them when you're done. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, um, sorry. Continue. <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, right. So do we want to go behind the scenes? We still want to discuss a little bit more. Like, where how are we feeling, gentlemen? Robert, uh, is there I, anything else you want to say? Not really. I honestly think this movie speaks for itself. For, for yeah. itself. Anybody who's watched this, like, this is the one movie where I'm like, I don't que- I can't question it because it literally has its answers because it's making fun of everything of the 2010s. Well, back, I should say. Right. So right. like like it, it it's a great movie. So I say let's go behind the scenes. Is it making fun of or paying homage to? I say a little bit both. of both. I'll say both then. Okay. It, it, how is it making fun of? It's just taking the archetypes but kind of like making them even more stupid. I think okay, we can have actually a probably better discussion here than this one. Yeah. Uh, I think that this film does more of a uh more of an homage rather than a parody of these moments kind of uh, utilizes a different perspective by allowing you to see from the point of view of Tucker and Dale and how they're right. not necessarily active in the involvement of these deaths other than the fact that they're, they're just kind of meanwhile elsewhere or just kind of innocent bystanders to these deaths. So I think seeing it from that perspective allows these interesting situations that you can pay homage to from the victim's perspective. We see the homages right. to the other films where on the perspective of Tucker and Tail, it's more of unique where we kind of see the more comedic aspect and the film bounces back and forth between these two. I'm going to have to get my inhaler. I have a wheeze, but uh, yeah, I think definitely this film has this unique feel to it because of that. And I don't think it necessarily parodies any of the films that it 
references or okay or, I, parody was the wrong word because like i said like okay like stan helsing that's parody like, yes or scary okay. that's 100 yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's okay homage is definitely a better term to, i just feel like the, the character archetypes are just more exacerbated than they normally would be like okay this they definitely felt like a shot from friday the 13th versus they throw a hockey mask on somebody like in sleepaway camp right yeah that's I, the difference <laughs> i mean the, you could have instantly just taken these kids out and put them in the 2009 yes. Friday 13th oh yeah and it wouldn't really been oh uh, can yeah. we do a sidebar real quick yeah so speaking of uh late 2000s horror films especially early 2010s uh mm-hmm. one one franchise that i have revisited recently that i think stands up from one to reboot three and four is the piranha franchise joe dante's piranha franchise really okay yeah uh piranha piranha 2 is by james cameron you've told me this and it has flying fish piranha d 3d is fantastic and has adam scott in it and then 3d no 3d was with christopher lloyd too right yes okay yeah yeah, that's totally loaded And for the time period, it is glorious color. Oh, my God. I was just swooning about how beautiful it is. And Robert Kurtzman did the special effects for the fish and the body and some some of the gore. I mean, we could always throw these in the list. I know. I I uh, think so. (laughs) I totally saw KMB listed there. And then, of course, double double D's in the – water park i just think that nobody really Ooh, talks Joss about the piranha franchise and then also and i believe 93 they remade the 70s film uh with mila kunis really yes oh wow. and it's another and it's not necessarily the same as the original joe dante film but it kind of merges between the the Piranha 3D and the original Piranha film because it kind of has like a resort thing going on. So it's very interesting. Huh. I am not opposed if we ever uh, touch that series, dude. I think not either. We would thoroughly enjoy it. (laughs) I've only watched two of them and they were the more recent ones. I know Double D and Piranha 3D were the two. And the fact that the original is literally (laughs) like a remake of Jaws with with mini fish. Like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously we need Chad here to discuss this, but dude, like, okay, so what? There's four movies, you said five, technically, if you consider the 90s remake. Okay, so if we hit a month where you could actually get like five Mondays, like we're just going to go fucking instead of Shark Week where they go Shark Week with a whole. Yes. Like, and we'll yes. call that month, and we'll call that month swimming with the fishes. And you know what? We'll even make a fucking t-shirt for that event, dude. Just we should have uh, we should have grandma to talk about how much he hates Joe Dante. Oh god. <laughs> That'd be episode three. Like we get it all fluffed up and then <laughs> just play that clip nice. of uh, Joe Dante shitting on ghoulies. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Triggered. Oh shit. Should <laughs> oh, we take right. a peek, gentlemen? Yeah, let's take a peek and see what's Alrighty. underneath that dress. Ooh, oh, sorry. So these uh, uh, lovely notes are courtesy of our uh, missing partner in podcast. Chad Chadwick. Daddy. 
He's uh, visiting Familia tonight. Yeah. Or I believe they're visiting him. Yeah, whatever. Uh, all right. So this film was shelved for over three years before it was finally released. That would make sense of why I saw 2011 for the release a few times. And, and why it's colored starting. that way. Hmm. All right. Uh, films director Eli Craig and his wife, Sasha, have brief roles at the beginning and the end of the movie as cameraman and reporter, respectively. Didn't no Brody shit. say that? He did. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome because I did not know that. A special feature on the DVD plays from the movie uh, from the college kids perspective in which Tucker and Dale are murderous villains. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, yeah, actually, that would be pretty funny to see. I agree. So th- they cut out all the bits of. Right. They must. Or is there like extra super- scenes? Oh, this would be fun. Yeah. Mm. I need a, we need a Blu-ray. Right. I'm going to look it up and see what kind of Blu-rays there are. Keep going. Awesome. All right. Alan Tudyk, not one, came up with the idea to pour beer on his face to treat Tucker's bee stings. I mean, it's cold. It would feel pretty fucking good, probably. And there's a little alcohol in it to help clean. So, yeah. 2018, there's a Walmart exclusive release. Steelbook. Really? Yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. Features custom artwork. Does it come with all the old... DVD features, I wonder. I imagine it probably would. I'm looking it up now. Tyler Levine ad libbed the line, They hate my face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great ad lib. Dude, whoever wrote the line, and thank you for it, when he got the fucking spike at the trap, and he's just like, Oh, oh, oh man, I'm so glad. I can't believe oh, I'd never, I can't believe I'd ever say this, but I'm so glad I'm not hung like a bear. Like, that is the fucking perfect, like, whoo. Oh, man. Bobby would be fucked. Uh, Yeah. Yes, I would be. (laughs) (laughs) Towards the end of the movie, when Tucker and Dale are reminiscing about catching frogs at the creek, Dale mentions that he used to lick them. Tyler Levine actually did lick a toad in a small role he had on the X-Files Quagmire episode 14 years prior in 1996. I do remember that episode. He had some crazy wild hair in that one, dude. It's kind of how he was rocking it in Reaper as well. The opening scenes on the road were shot during a thunderstorm. Hmm. Sucks for those fuckers that were shooting it. That does indeed. Because I'm assuming this is like pre-drone, so they're actually up in a fucking... Yeah, yeah, right? Maybe not. Uh, Not by much, then. Not by much. Tyler Levine chose the giver hat to wear for Dale for two reasons. First, it looks like the word giver alluded to his kind of gen- kind and genuous nature. Second, it is the Canadian equivalent of Geardin, the redneck popularized by Larry the Cable Guy. Hey, John, Dude, I want a cos- giver hat. Are you cosplaying at our upcoming appearance at the Steel City Comic Con convention at August 13th through the 15th? I can. Oh. I didn't know if we were pers- I I plan I have enough on the back cosplays. Okay. Dude, Maybe I would bring- love to bring out Doc Ock, but the problem is as much as I love Doc Ock, it is not a con friendly fucking suit by any Then means. why don't you bring out uh Dale? I mean, I could do it. It'd be very easy. And it oh, you know how I'm going to do it. I'm doing do Steve it. Zasu in Matt Hooper, so in Matt Hooper. 
Really? Really? I'm sorry. I'm drawing really? a I'm drawing you, a blank. You didn't notice the glasses I got over the last, like, and who's they Jaws? look like? Matt Hooper, oh, Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> what did you, I did not hear the first, sorry, I was just. Oh, Steve Zassu is from The Aquatic Life of Steve Zassu, the West Anderson film. Okay. That's Bill why, Murray That's why I was yeah. confused. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I thought that was, I apologize. Erase that from the records. Nope. Anyways. I'm trying to get Coffin to send us some Jaws teeth so I can sell Jaws teeth as Matt Hooper. That would be sweet. <laughs> Dude, then I, that means I should just myself. get it. Then that means we if abused much longer. Listen, uh, if I'm dressing up as Dale, <laughs> if I'm dressing up as Dale, then that means we got to sell pickled eggs too. Yes. Just have you that. sitting there with the big thing of pickled eggs. How you doing, local project louder? <laughs> <laughs> Except for I do not like pickled eggs. So no <laughs> All right, Sasha Craig and Brandon J. McLaren have appeared Brandon in Power Rangers. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Who, who was he? Wait, what was the first name? Sasha Craig and Jay McLaren have both Again, appeared in Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Sasha betrayed Kelsey Winslow on Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue, and Brandon portrayed Jack Landers oh on my Power God, Rangers SPD. Oh my you just God. Blew, thank you, Chad. You just blew fucking TJ's like gourd. He didn't even recognize that one. Nice. Jesus. I'm not a Power Rangers person, so I wouldn't know. Which one was Sasha again? I'm fucking... Lightspeed Rescue. She was the Yellow Ranger in Lightspeed Rescue. No, what the hell was she in this, though? Was she... The... She... I gotta look at the list again. Hold on. <laughs> Back to the fucking show notes. Whoop. Nope. Jesus, Christmas. Christmas? I didn't have Halloween yet. Don't rush it. Bro, speaking of Halloween, they just announced the new 10-foot blow-up Stay Puffed. And I have an 8-foot one and a 13-foot one, so I need that 10-foot so I can start getting a nice little tower going. So you can do the <laughs> oh, AT&T? Okay. Uh, she, I wonder why, who, I, who I recognize the fucking interview lady from on the TV. It's her. I, I was like, oh, why? Really? Where did I see her before? And I was like, fuck, where do I see her before? I was like, I, it's such a recognizable voice. And then now you say that? Yeah, she was the girl on the television. No shit. Okay. Yeah. That's News awesome. Reporter. Yep. Thank you, Chadwick. Man, two Power uh, Rangers. Two Power Rangers. In that movie, get, I mean, the Crows got one, but this one has two. two. <laughs> and it's not even a Power Rangers movie. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, Jesse Moss and, uh, oh my God, what the fuck is his name? Shalon. Shalane, Shalane, Shalane Simmons both oh. appeared in Final Destination 3. I've yet, I've never seen that one. Is that on the list? We it didn't do two. We didn't do two. Not yet. It will be. Is two on the list then? That's a Chad Daddy question. Chad Daddy. I'll have to look that up. I can look that up later. Daddy boy. All right. And last but least, when Dale and Tucker save Allison from drowning, they shout, Hey, lady, nod to Jerry Lewis. Huh. All right. That is uh, on Twitter. Hey, lady is considered a misogynistic thing to say to girls. Really? Hey, lady. What did you say like Jerry Lewis, though? Hey, lady. 
Hey, lady. I don't know. Ask uh, like, ask the modern feminists how they feel about the word mean, lady. Mean, I, well, see, I'm married, ask, so I don't need to ask like, a Karen. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. Now John eating pickled eggs as Dale deserves a fucking shirt. You know what? I'm not going to disagree with you, Robofuck. <laughs> we need more Johnny D awesome. shirts. Yeah, right. Oh, and that's all we got for behind the scenes, gentlemen. Okay. So do we have any questions, John? All right. Yeah, I know. So um, Red Power Ranger, he asked in the beginning of the movie, if you have a reoccurring dream of sucking dick, does that make you gay? No. So I guess that is the big question. Uh, no, I guess. Your own no. sexual preference does. Yeah. I guess it depends on if you feed off your dreams. It's kind of like if, how if you want. I mean, they say follow your dreams, <clears throat> but I don't know if that's. Hey, George Costanza came across the same predicament in Seinfeld. He did. <laughs> he did. Men have been uh, popping into his sexual fantasies. You know? Oh, I had a. Uh, so so I woke up. Was it Wednesday? No, no. Thursday. Just the other day. Thursday. Yeah. Just the other day. And I had, I must have been having some very like intense dreams because I woke up and you could have, couldn't have convinced me otherwise that Justin Rowland wasn't announced for Steel City Con, the writer of Rick and Morty. For some reason, I had it in my head as far as, I, as far as going and messaging Sarah about it. Now, coincidentally enough, SpongeBob was announced today and, I lost my absolute shit. You know what's uh, awesome about that too? What? Tom Kenny's a fucking Syracuse native, man. Like oh, Syracuse fuck is it like the, yeah. <laughs> so like they've had him for our St. Patrick's Day parade there a bunch of times, dude. Cause like as the head of the parade and shit like that. Yeah. And like that's just fucking awesome, dude. Like SpongeBob is the fucking head of the goddamn. Just I, the think this, I mean this con is awesome. It's loaded as fuck. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be there because I would go meet him. Yeah, I, believe, I need you to talk to me as SpongeBob for two minutes. That's it. See, then I would have to talk to him as Patrick. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like but he doesn't do Pat. I say, no, well, I you, said oh, I would. Have oh, to. you? Oh, I would have to record the conversation. You mean to be aired? That's just fancy talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, other than that, gentlemen, my other only question is: How the hell? And I don't remember her name, but it was like the ditzy blonde. How the fuck did she get dressed so fast when they were she's running a, back from the lake? Because I she was just, definitely topless in the lake. And then all the dudes ran back in their boxers and she was right there with them. And somehow think, she was clothed. I think you answered her question. She's a ditzy blonde <laughs> for that movie. It was like, doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, if, if they were on like nude there and now they're nude here, how the hell does she just like wonder woman fucking change? <sighs> These are good questions, John, and we need answers yeah, right. to them. I'll get Damn Eli it. Craig on as soon as possible. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But uh, I think it's time to hit the uh, the big questions of the day. I would say so. Format, boys. Uh, I uh, on demand bought it, rented it. I should say. I so funny that Bobby mentioned that. I actually did buy it because. I watched it HD on Prime. It was three ninety nine, and it was four ninety nine to buy. And I was like, "Sure, hey, my, oh yeah, that's awesome. And I know we're not necessarily fans of the digital description 
digital like style here. I get that. I agree. But uh doesn't mean I won't look for that fucking one you mentioned earlier, that Walmart exclusive. Mm. Hey, did right anybody cash in my Howard the Duck digital code? I did not. I okay. did not get a chance, no. We'll have to ask that later because then I can resend it. Somebody can use it. Hell yeah. I didn't even see that. I've yeah, I must Good old have, duck no. titties. I got Howard the Duck in 4K. 4K? Yes, really? I got it. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Did oh, you would yeah. you did you would you watch it on the do you have the Yeah, I have the actual physical release. I got it the other day. I was at Walmart and Taryn's like, what's this? And I was like, is that a 4K Howard the Duck? She's like, what's Howard the Duck? And then I explained to her what Howard the Duck was. And then I explained that there's a very inappropriate scene between a duck and a lady. And she goes, yeah, that's pretty weird. And I was like, the movie's pretty cool, though. So This was Marvel's <laughs> first movie, man. And they just yeah. went, they fucking went out there with it. <laughs> now I got to watch it. Right. How did you watch Tucker and Dale, buddy? I did Amazon video and then there's like a subscription thing. Uh, something monsters uh, is interesting. It was, I, it was a trial. So I tried okay. it out. I'm, I'm going to go on there tonight and see what else I got to rip some serious ass right now. Hopefully Ooh. it doesn't come up on the old uh, microphone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Little and mini then, mini. Uh, That's yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll check what else is on there today. It said it had like channels. So like stream really? channels. So yeah, huh. I'll I'll check it out and I'll I'll report. Interesting. Back. All right. Yeah. All right. So le douche of the movie, or as uh, uh, Heather Dye would say, dush, dush. Yeah. Uh, the dush <laughs> of the movie. Oh, Chad. That Chad. Oh. Chad no, is not douche. our Chad. I love our no. Chad, but our uh, Chad is awesome. Chad in this movie is the douche. This yes. Chad is a douche. yes, not not our Chad, but the Chad yeah. in the movie. He sucks dick. Listen, little uh, public service announcement here from the Goromar boys. If you're if you go camping and your one buddy is for some reason weirdly obsessive with axe throwing out of nowhere and seems very aggressive, just go home. Oh, don't go camping go with home. me then. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say if you not hung out with Bob, that shit happens randomly all the time. <laughs> but then you get this. But Johnny, you'll get this face of like this when shit goes wrong. It's like. Sorry. Yeah, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> the, the difference with Bobby is, I feel like it's 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 not the weird like aggressiveness about it. I could totally see like the axe throwing. That'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be aggressive, but, but then it'd be like, okay, tone it down. But it's like the the overly like yeah, like aggro. Oh, getting yeah, he doesn't get aggro. It, 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 right. It's more subtle. It pissed me, <laughs> me off with it in my hands. God damn it! Sorry. <laughs> Continue. Oh, uh, favorite kill. And there was a lot wood, of them in this. You no know, wood chipper because he's sitting there doing the log. He has his back turned and he turns like, "Oh shit, you okay?" I mean, that the was definitely the by Bobby Abone. <laughs> that was definitely the soupiest one for sure. Um, oh man, dude, there's a lot of good kills in this. There thing. is soupiest. But that's that's mine. I'm sticking with that because his reaction. I, I, I all right. I How agree that it is one of the not one best. say. Uh, they say he jabbed himself. Is that is that how he kept saying a specific way about him being impaled? How, how did he say? He said oh, it to the sheriff like two or three uh, times. Uh, wait, you're talking about the dude in the tree? Yeah. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure. The guy yeah. up on the hill. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> you say he, he stuck just himself? himself on the tree. Yes, <laughs> I think he did. That was That's the one that makes my wife cringe the most for sure because like – 
it's just I mean, dude, I could only imagine running into that. I uh, I don't favorite kill. Oh my god, I mean, dude! I want to say woodchipper because you already said. Hey, oh, that was gonna. Posted. I was gonna say that that could have been our that could have been our uh, Sesame Street moment of Sesame Street moment of the day. D is for douche. 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 Uh, you know what? I even like stuff as simple as just the the thrown saw blade into the fucking dude's face. No, oh, that was a good one too. Like they did use that shot twice though, so fuck them. They for did. That. So well, you're kind of going back to the memory, but you're seeing more there is no like need it. unless you fucking need to you should film more stuff. And they not only showed that, but they showed that and then the machete to the knife again, too. Yeah, they the yeah. They did twice. I feel like that was, I feel like that had CGI blood mixed in with real blood. It was fucking weird. Like it looked more of a CGI blade too. I'm probably looked at it wrong, but at that scene, that one didn't look right. A little little funky. Yeah. But so come on, favorite kill guys, pick it. I'm going to have to go saw blade. I like that. What do you got teach? I'm processing. TJ yeah, looks strung out. <laughs> <laughs> TJ is the exact opposite of strung out. Right well, now. no, it's just a look, but I know he's not. Uh, you might listen to the band strung out right now, but fuck yeah. I'm so torn because I don't want to say wood chipper. Because you know, know like, chipper is the go to because it's know, so right? good. It's so good when it's uh, the go to. You know what? I'm going to say Red Ranger because. Totally could have been avoidable. Oh, the bird! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah that's true. Do that. Totally was avoidable too. That fucking sucked. What do you get? The lantern thrown on, and then just here. Let me put you out. Oh, oh man. And then, yes. Okay, so the dude, no. the, the the actual safety tip of the movie, which is a legit safety tip: never look down the barrel. <laughs> safety yeah, so on or off don't psa psa for everybody out there don't yeah. look down the barrel of a gun if you do watch tucker oh. and dale and you can find out what happens or just you, you know you always yeah. act as if a gun is loaded you never look <laughs> you never look where it points the bang oh yeah, wherever the red Even the nails goes, the nails in the like all these kills were great, dude. Like the nails in the fucking sheriff's face, like that was fucking gnarly. Oh yeah, that was a never hike in the snow reference, wasn't it, Bobby? I didn't watch Never Hike in the Snow. Oh, he uses that line in that in that film What's again that? too. Uh, wherever What's the red that? dot goes, you bang. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yes. For nostalgia purposes, number two. Yeah, I was going. Uh, no, I, w- I was going for more of the Friday the Thirteenth Part Six one. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was doing a joke from Vince. Uh, I know. <laughs> dude, I like uh, huh? So, what do you think for favorite kill? What do you? Oh, he said his. Did I, you yeah. did. Okay, so best scene, best gentlemen. Oh. You know what? For me, it's when they're people. Ending. On, uh, ending's cool. I found that particularly like the ending? funny. Yeah. He's like, man, you suck. You don't got to go get no game. And then he's like, yeah, but she mentioned bowling. And <laughs> so we're going bowling. So we're going yeah. bowling. <laughs> I'm uh, going to have to say when they first see her on the rock 
and Tyler Labine's just hiding behind his fucking hands and the whole thing. And he's just like, Tucker. And he's like, when there is a hot, half-naked college woman over there, you do not yell out my name. <sighs> like, just that whole scene, man. Like, it was, it was perfect. It, I feel like it really showed You're perfect, their, John. Like, oh, thank you, buddy. Yes, he is. I think uh, it just really showed them playing off each other like the best because it wasn't those scenes where they were solo and stuff like, like which they were still great, but Han Solo. I would, ooh. I would have to say probably the B scene because he's fucking running with the chainsaw. <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> and, and then later on he comes back. He says, Your friend must be allergic to B because he was fucking running like a bat out of hell. And it's like so I want to include in the script uh, where yes. he does the te- the leather face chainsaw dance. Okay, how do we do that? Uh, bees? Bees. Bees. <laughs> bees. Which is great. Oh, that was, that's great. my favorite. You're in here playing games. Set out there. I'm sawing through a hornet's nest. Uh, so did the opening scene hook you in? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I would say so as well. I feel like it's set your standard horror scene right up. And then as soon as it flipped and we actually get it from Tucker and Dale's perspective, it's a whole different movie. Yeah. Totally changes real quick. Pretty. You almost get two openings essentially. Yeah. Roughly. All right. Best hits, hottest girl, best dick, hottest dude. Hottest girl is the blonde that Dale gets in the end. Yeah, what was her name again? Um, Allie, right? That one's yeah. got the fake titties, right? The other one? Yeah. Yeah. And you know something uh, for, for, for Dick? I'll give it to your boy, Dale. I think Weed Whacker face is pretty, it. pretty good looking. And then uh, SPD pretty Red's uh, pretty good pretty good looking. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with Bobby and uh, agree with Allison, and uh, I'm gonna give it to Dale just because I'm gonna give it to the Chunky Boy. Yeah, I'm I'm giving it to Dale. Like that boy earned it. He earned it. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Tyler says she sure did dig a good shitter. <laughs> shitter hole. <laughs> shitter house. Uh, crapper. <laughs> That's like where we need cousin Eddie. Shitter was full. That's yeah right. You would this have perfect, a score? Uh, I don't remember no. it. No. I don't remember it, to be honest with if you. If it was, nope. it was not memorable. So. No safari. So, favorite character? You can do best song, though. We can? Yes. I'm going to choose Pump Up the Jam. Ah. ah. Pump Up the Jam. Jam. Pump it up. Yeah. Uh, That's the only one I actually remember. There was a song at the end, but I didn't catch the name of it so what are we we're our favorite character now favorite character yes um, two dick not one dude i have to give it to the com i have to give it to the combo of tucker and dale personally combo <sighs> best enjoyed together yes. yeah yeah this I, is I a can't. Jay and silent bob of the horror world for me yeah i can't think of yeah those two yeah shouldn't be <clears throat> yep. all right was it scary? Uh, no. Really? <laughs> but what should we we should change this question to for this movie? Was it funny? Yes. Right. Yeah, I got I got a chuckle, a hearty belly laugh. <laughs> so it definitely intent it, it did what it intended to do. Oh, so definitely. I feel like for that question, we could definitely like change it sometimes for the movie. Yeah. Why not? 
Does it hold up today? I would say yes. Yeah. For what it is, yes, because it's it's, it's ten it's years set old. Set out what it meant to do. So yeah, definitely. Well, eleven years old actually. Now I apologize. It's crazy to think that's fucking eleven years old, dude. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but then when you think about the filmmaking of the style, it's definitely there. Terrible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, acting, good or bad? Fantastic. Uh, I think Dutch Tucker and Dale's great. I and think actually, everybody hit what they were supposed to. Yeah, nobody was too over the top. Everybody uh, stayed right within their range. They did it very well. I don't think the uh, the other roles, other than Tucker and Dale, really demanded much. So no, no, they certainly especially didn't. like like the Limp Biscuit kid who never says anything besides like when he yells before he dies in the pit. And yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like they get a couple like one liners, and that's about it. The one like emo kid wearing the gasoline shirt, like he says like the one line and then that's and he dies. So I think one of my favorite lines was when he says, Okay, maybe I'll go over there. And they all look at him and say, I said, maybe, guys. Everybody knew a dude like that. <laughs> or a couple. Or a few <sighs> couples. That's right. Oh. Cinematography. Did you it's like av- it's average? Like, I don't even yeah, it's average. Cookie cutter. I don't think much- not much to me can't be said. I've been making comments the entire episode about my dislike for the way that this film is colored and the, the uh, dislike for the lack of passion that went into the to shooting this film. I think that within the acting and the way that the characters are portrayed, the way it is written, I think it's absolutely fantastic. But I think when it came to actually filming that it was a little effort was put into it or yeah, it just it just feels visually boring. It, it felt like they literally just were like all the color scales from Friday 09, just we're going to borrow that. Yeah, copy-paste. That that yep. whole lot is just over here now. So Pretty much. However, other than cinematography, did you enjoy the premise of this movie? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's one of a kind. Lion King, one and a half. Changed the perspective. Bobby, I'm going to say you, you're definitely a yes, seeing you chose this movie. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just nodding. Yeah. Right. No, it's good, man. It's great. It's yeah. uh I am. It, it 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 pokes at all the fun at all the uh horror movie shit it's, that we love and it's meant to be enjoyed. Fuck yeah. And the fact that we haven't gotten a sequel yet is still I would good love question, to see boss. A I would love I like to see it. a sequel. So this leads us to our triple R's recycle, rewind, or remake. Rewind for days. Yeah, rewind. Rewind and re-release. Reteller. Here's what you do. Uh, Give it to Scream Factory. Allow the original cinematographer to sit down and recolor the footage with a new 2K scan of the original negative. Then release it with a bunch of special features, including a commentary with the director. And then maybe a commentary by Tucker and Dale themselves. And that'd be fantastic. That'd be be wonderful. Almost do it Mystery Science Theater style. Have them, have them watch Ooh. the movie about themselves. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, that would be that would be Tucker and Dale versus the movies. There you go. Uh, yes! Screen, <laughs> Factor, Screen Factor, you got to watch this episode. Take notes. That's I think that would sell big time. Well, yeah. well, hopefully our friends at Buddy Disgusting will listen to us and they'll throw yeah. out something within the next week or two. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get some. I will be reading every day bloody disgusting to see what shit pops up about Tucker and Dale because there is no way they're getting away with it. I mean, a little piece of me likes to believe that I willed Scanner Cop into existence. So 
That's, that's fine. Nobody can take that away from you. No, it exists. We have a 4K box set now. I'm, I'm right? fine. All righty, uh, gentlemen. Let's uh, let's fucking rate this bitch. Calculator time. So let's use Brody's for Chad. Okay, what was Brody's? Brody's was three point. What? Two? Brody, are you still listening? Are you there? What did you Brody, say? Brody, what was it, Brody? I, was it 3.2? Brody and Tyler, want- throw your scores in the chat while I get John's and Bobby's. Yeah. Oh, oh, 3.9. 3. 3. There 9. it is. Okay. That's it. Thank you, Brody. 3.9 from the Broadster. I'm going to go with the solid four, dude. I love this movie. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.1 because I, I it's an enjoy movie. I love it. Even out Brody's. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. give it a three. A three. And bum, 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 bum. Tyler's on oh, four point three. <laughs> okay. If I'm gonna add Tyler's into a two. Okay. Because we did ask for Tyler's. So hold on. And yours eat everything. All right, Brody, three nine. Uh four. You were a three, TJ? Yep. Bobby, you were four point one. Yes. And Tyler was a 4.3. God damn. 3.86. So 3.8. Fair. Yeah. yeah. 3.8, 3.9. I don't know. We're on a round it up, I guess. We'll go 3. Let's go 3.9. 3.9. All right. 3.9 for Tucker and Dale versus Evil from cool. 2010. That's your All favorite. Right. What's next thank week? You, thank you, gentlemen, by the way, for your uh, for your counselors. Next week is... Ooh, it's actually my pick, but it's not my pick. It's actually kind of a fan pick, and uh, oh. I hope she's still listening, but this one goes out Werewolf. to Heather, and we're doing American Werewolf in London. Uh. Dude, I haven't watched this movie since I'm a kid. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched it, but very great movie. Yeah, dude, I was probably like maybe like 10 or 12 last time I watched this shit. It's been a while. All right. So uh, check you guys can check that shit out next week. As we maybe I can talk about out. how I feel it's overrated and it's just a fucking palmy film that's American, but whatever. Anyway, uh, I mean, I have to, like I said, I don't know. It's been so <laughs> I've completely besides like the main scenes you always see of like the transformation and all that shit. Like, yeah, a good so werewolf it, movie is Dog Soldiers. I do have Dog Soldiers on uh, Blu on Blu-ray. I did I not see that, that, so I will be happy to watch that. That so is awesome. You can catch uh, American Werewolf on London on Sling, Fubo. I don't know what the fuck that is, and Amazon Prime and all that other good shebang. All right. So, uh, is there anything else that we have to discuss, gentlemen? We've mentioned the con. Obviously, Ben, if you're in the uh, Pittsburgh area, right? If you're in the Pittsburgh area, right next to the Dawn of the Dead Ball. (gasps) You have told me that. I kind of forgot. Fuck yeah, dude. But uh, you can find us there, TJ and myself. We will be in the Berg from Thursday till. Sunday, uh, Steve will be getting there 
Thursday. John will be getting there Friday. I will be there the entire time. You can visit us at the convention from Friday till Sunday. You can also see me uh, at the AEW events on Wednesday and Friday. I believe Steve may be joining me as well. I think that uh, we're going to have a pretty good turnout. We're going to have con-exclusive T-shirts that only will be available at the booth. And if any supplies are left over, we will sell them at a fixed price while supplies last. Yeah, I'm super hyped to get out there and see our fans again. I'm excited to interact with you guys and have little debates about film with in front of people again. It just right. There's a difference between arguing with people on streams and on the internet and then just straight up confronting somebody about a film opinion or asking them why you like something because you can sit here and we can do the Roger Ebert thumbs up, thumbs down approach all we want. But that's not what makes a good podcast. You want to explain why. And whenever I uh, debate people about film, I ask them why. And a lot of people fail to do that and it angers them. So that just just joys me. So I can't wait to get out there and just <laughs> have discussions. It's going to be a good time, dude. Yeah. Years past. Bobby just went robot. <laughs> Years past, we've got a uh, whiteboard and we've written uh, controversial things on the whiteboard as to get it uh, people to come up and interact and argue with us, agree with us, just anything to kind of stir the pot can a you, little bit. Can you mention maybe one? Like when you say controversial, it's not like we said something like uh, the last Jedi didn't suck or the last Jedi was oh, good. okay. Uh, oh, that kind of got a lot of people just, a little bit fired up. Just enough, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. J- j- like uh, Halloween 2018, uh, say that like, that's complete shit. Uh, stuff like that. <laughs> I think things like those would uh, get people to come to the booth and be like, "Yeah, I, I don't agree with that." And then you can be like, "Well, well, here's why. Tell me why you don't agree with that." And I think that that's that's it's fun and it definitely. There's two bobbies now. I wonder if we can get both bobbies. Look, we do we have two, two bobbies? Bo- oh God. <gasps> There's Bobby Vision. Oh, Bobception. I'm back. One Bobception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is my is my like fucking signal cutting out? For you, uh, I mean, mine's green. I don't know if I can see yours. Or that. I don't know what's up with mine today, and I, everything's new. I don't understand this shit. Tyler, no, we got one a hot have... take about Scream real quick, just to fucking trigger me. Five bucks. You know what? what the fuck would do? Honestly. I would love that debate. I would just say Scream sucks. And just yeah. put that. <laughs> I probably you know will. something. I, I know what I would write on that board, but I will save that for when I am in front of the board when that happens at the next time. I'm like, Scream was a ripoff from the movie from the 80s. Um, oh, what the fuck was it called? I don't, even, I don't think you guys covered it, though, did you? It's literally the same fucking whole story of Scream. Technically, there's a lot. And there's a there's a lot of movies that are the same as Scream. Yet the weird no, part I is, mean, like, the I mean, same I, aesthetic, everything. And, and the weird part is, is, is right, and I'm probably the one who's the less major, more major, whatever. I do enjoy it, but I take it for what it's worth. Wes Craven is one the, of Bobby's favorite directors of all time. Listen, I he is. I enjoy the intro to that movie, and then that's it. And, and yes, he is a top director of mine. But not everything oh he touches boy. is gold to me. So there you. But you know, hey, Brody Did says he's got. Has one he in the made bank. gold? Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Has he made gold? I think that's gold. Okay, so Nightmare on Elm Street, just one film. 
Some some could say that the third film's better than the first film. That is true. But without the th- first film, you ain't getting a third film. What, what else are you gonna What else are you gonna claim for Wes Craven other than Scream? Definitely not fucking Last House on the Left. Exactly, exactly. I had I had this conversation with Brody. I was like, if you prefer no. if you prefer Dream Warriors and hate Scream, what's left of Wes Craven? Deadly Friend. No, that's not gold. Right, because he didn't even the people under the stairs, and that's it. And you know what? Even that, I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of, dude. Like, I remember watching that, and yeah. I know everybody loves that movie. That might be a hot take, but that one just didn't do anything for me. Like, I, like I know yeah, it's I, I, a I would, movie, but I wouldn't put it in a top ten. That's for sure. I'm like a top thirty. <laughs> he he didn't do um. Fuck! What's the one with the gin? Uh, Wishmaster. He didn't do that, did he? No. Serpent in he the rainbow. He produced it. I've Serpent never seen the Rainbows. Rainbow. Uh, that one's pretty de- pretty good. Yeah. Did he do Westmaster? I had the box set. No, he didn't direct. He that produced was direct- it. That was, right? that was directed by um, Kurtzman. Kurtzman. Yeah. Yeah, that was Kurtzman. But but his name was was it? He just, was. I he think was he was a producer. A, I that's he why he. Was a, was, yeah, I yeah. think he was a producer on that. Because I know his name is attached to it. Somehow. It is West Craven presents Wish. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're right. No, I believe it is. I, I think the problem is somewhere. is that his name is associated with so much shit as well that it kind of has diluted what little he has done that's good, that it's caused that sort of thing. And especially whenever uh, his films have sequels, and then people can prefer – it just – I don't know. He, he, got I mean, put, he got put in a box in a time where if you were in that box, you're in it. It's kind of hard to get out of it. So that's where he ended up. If you think about it, well, you got to break about, out of that sort of thing. I mean, he, I think I think he. Uh, there's a lot of directors that were put in that box with him. Carpenter that could have could have been gr- Carpenter's probably the only one who's like, I enjoyed my career, and he's said it multiple times. Like, I enjoyed what I did. But see, like Carpenter and to me, I'm like, cool with that, like, like Carpenter, <laughs> anybody could go to Halloween. That's an easy. Mm-hmm. But like for me, like I think Carpenter, I go to the thing. Like that's my I go to, you know I I mean? go to like, um, Escape from New York, but but that's what I'm saying. Like Carpenter has such a way bigger slate yeah. mm-hmm. of just amazing movies, dude. And we've watched a lot of them on this podcast alone. Well, hey, you know something with Carpenter with his movies, but he also never got really a big big budget type thing, though. No, no. But with his movies, he made movies he wanted to make, right. except for a western. That was it. Everything he made, he wanted to make. He made is the he made vampires. That's close enough. <sighs> that's probably as close as you would yet. get to. We need to though. Fucking so that's vampire movies. That's why he's my top pick because I'm like that's a director who said I'm gonna go make these. Cool. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know now that that's actually a good debate topic, man. The Wes Craven thing because you're right. If you take out Scream, if you don't care for that, I mean, okay, I do enjoy New Nightmare, but I. I don't know if it's like it's not like the it's not a ground changing movie by any means. It's meta. Like, Meta's not he right. okay. Wes Craven, he's relying heavily on meta at that point. And did he write that story? Did he write the new nightmare story? No. Cronenberg, King Kong. That'd be cool. Have David Cronenberg do a King Kong film. That would be interesting. Interesting. But in the terms of the Craven thing, I mean, like I said, he's one of them. But if you want me to, me to pick who was the better directors of things, it's Carpenter for me. Well, yeah, that's fair. Like, well, we just we we could sit here and name five Carpenter films that are wonderful. 
you could literally name you could probably name more than five even the yeah. movies that are not horror really he did an elvis movie that was really fucking good and it was a tv movie and it was still great you know what i want on the debate board but it's not really up for debate hmm. dean cundy is the best mm. yeah that's just a pretty much overall statement of excellence uh True. yeah he's he's fantastic he's just so posting so much recently he on is instagram. He, yeah, yeah very if much you, if you guys are listening and you do not follow dean cunny on instagram <laughs> you need to follow that fucking handsome man like yes, yes. Uh, the, the the camera king himself he is uh dude i even had else. to get i had to tag him i there was a cinema because i follow like cinematography in general or whatever and there was a thing saying who's your favorite cinematographer so of course like i had a <laughs> but then my ass was scrolling down just to see who else tagged Cundy and a few other people did. And I was like, yeah, was yeah. Like, All right, you know, you know, yeah, but, fuck it. I, there's I a think, few things that there's a few things that thrown out the bait board, but I got to save that for another day. Yeah. <laughs> right. You'll be camping that weekend. Yeah. Do that for one where you're standing at the booth as Jason. That'll be fun. Cundy followed me. It's, it's like, <laughs> and, and it's going to be, oh. it's going to be, <laughs> and you look at Brody coming out with the fucking name called name drop. Mm. Dean Cundy, get on the show Boom. with us, please. <sighs> Power great. hour, make it happen. Fucking hey, dude, that'd be great. That would be fantastic to include in my Sandy Johnson audio. Is just to have a whole Halloween wrap up. There you go, <sighs> Brody. Get it going, dude. I'd love <laughs> to talk to you about uh, Jurassic Park. Mm. There's so many movies, dude. Like, yeah, you'd have to do it on Power Hour because, yeah, on this it would be more horror centric. But it's like he's got such a wider fucking scope. Dude. Oh he yeah, it, like so much. Back so to the much. Future, like, in, dude, oh, so and Stan much, Winston dude. on the Machine Shop. Yes, that would be. <laughs> Whoa! That what was the fuck was that? Aliens! Aliens! I fucking told you at the beginning of the show. Aliens, we're going to take our Bob, and it's happening. And with that being said, that's the end of our show. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Gornmore. Friendly reminder that this podcast is part of the Project Louder Podcasting Network, home to other great podcasts, such as the TJ Bowser Power Hour, the Big Bad Beetle Bros, Wrestling Ruin, Lights, Camera, Exploitation, amongst many, many more. Head on over to projectlouder.net, and you can listen on Audible, Google Play, iTunes, or anywhere else you consume audio-only content. I am the pod boss, E.J. Bowser, signing off. Johnny. This is your Fluffmaster Supreme, who's not so mean. Mr. Big John D saying, see you later, Gorehounds.